Good evening, good evening, good evening. Thank everybody for tuning in again. It's us, we are back, the Ramen Movement. And we are proud to have two very special guests today, Paul and Katrina Hall. Thank y'all for joining us. Uh, we got a lot to get into today. We're going to start and talk a little bit about business and relationships. So we thought these people would represent this topic splendidly. So we're going to just start with everybody like we always do. Miss Davette, what is new and improved? Man, so many wonderful things come down the pipeline this week. Can you talk about manifestation? Ooh, mm, all the good and wonderful things are just coming to fruition. I'm excited. I'm good, deal. Yes. good deal. Good yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday was a powerful session. The mastermind session was great. It was Ooh. great. CT, how about you? What's going on? Uh, you know, still working. We got uh, um, did some work today with uh, Red Five documentary series is coming out. Be on the lookout for that. Highlighting local entrepreneurs. Uh, I think I'm gonna do my first blog for Fat Boy Problems today. Uh, going to hit up a restaurant that I've been hearing a lot about, so it's time to check it out, see what it's talking about, get a, bl a blog started. But uh, I said just grinding, man. Glad to be alive. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, as David said, we have a lot of things on the horizon, so we're excited for what uh, what's going on with taking place in the ramen movement. Wait a minute, because um, we didn't do this last show, so I think I'm gonna have to do this. Get on. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Question. I'm doing good. Going anything, back to work. anything new with you? Yeah, yeah. I got a couple of projects I'm working on. Oh, I actually turned you ain't into telling nobody yet. No, I'm not, because it's not all the way out there. But oh, still, wow. I, got, I got some things in the work. Oh. It's another writing project. Okay. It's contributing to a website. So it, it's it's a good thing. But still waiting on the details to come out about that. Right. So again, we're excited about what's going on with the ramen movement. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. So for starters, we'd like for you all to introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you kind of do. And then we'll jump into the questions and go forward. Well, I am Ken Folk. I'm your favorite Ken people's favorite Ken people. Yep. Uh, 2019, busy year for us. We was doing good in 2019. Looking for 2020 year. to be even better for us. So we've been consistent here recently with, I don't know, shows every two to three months. Uh, been working That's with right. other comics. I got uh, my girl Roxy that I work with. Uh, my son, my sister Connie. I got a little twin. That's my main dude, and that, okay. that dude yeah. there. And Leo. Uh, Leo, yeah, big shout outs to Leo, uh, Josh Phillips, Bridget. Like I got numerous names, and I'm just mixing in the pot. I'm looking to do big things in 2020. Looking to bring some new faces to the game, and I got some strong close ends. I'm thinking about bringing in on my. Make shows I got coming up. So, yeah, 2020 is going to be big for us. Yeah, 2020 is going to be incredible. Um, hello, everybody. I'm Katrina, <laughs> Ken Folk's wife. As you all know, that uh, we did get married in 2019, like he said, and it has really been amazing. Oh, we are so blessed. Good. We are happy. The family's great, and we've got some big things happening in 2020 that I'm super excited about. So, good congratulations yeah. again and blessings to you. Yes. So we're going to give you a chance at the end as well, but right now, uh, go ahead and share your contact information. You can find us at, uh, well, first of all, you can contact my management here. Uh, you can give them all the information because uh, yeah. one thing uh, I do is write the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you already know, we have merchandise, we have business cards, there um, we, we go. have a Facebook page at Paul Kinfo Hall. Um, that's his comedian page. We also have our personal pages, um, Katrina Winstead Hall and Falcon Folk Hall as well. Um, we do have the business cards. There is merchandise. Um, I'll have my phone number on here as well in the comments for anybody that wants to do any bookings, get any prices for events, anything of that nature. All right. Excellent. All right. Excellent. All right. So we got a few questions here, but hey, feel free to answer them too. Can I say something right You quick? can. Let me just say this. This right here is special to me because this man I went to middle school with and we grew up together. And to see the progress he's making, to see where we're at with this, this is just beautiful. I just want to say that. So we got a few questions we're going to ask and uh, we'd like y'all to chime in because we want to encourage people that may be in these situations as far as in business and relationships that it mm -hmm. can work. So that was the reason we had you all in mind and we, appreciate, again, appreciate you all coming out. So getting right into it. So 
how did the relationship start? Was it more personal first and then professional or vice versa? Or um, It was actually personal before it was professional. Um, he had his eye on me, whole sweet love story. Um, I won't get into that unless people want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. Uh, we love to tell it, but um, it was personal. We did start getting to know each other a little bit. I want to hear the story. Hold on now. No, I'm not even going to pretend like <laughs> you got to get the abbreviated version. Come on right, with right. it. Tell, um, tell. Long story short, yes. he Facebook stalked me for about oh, five years. Yeah. Yeah. I photobombed her. He oh. me on a girl's night out, and I didn't notice it until I went to put the picture on my Facebook page, and okay. then I happened to put in the comments because he was literally behind me and my friends, and we're like, he just had his tongue stuck out, and I'm like, who is that dork? So I put that on Facebook, <laughs> and um, actually one of my best friends, uh, Cameron Terry, actually was like, that looks like Paul can't fuck Paul. So then he chimes in. So we were actually friends on Facebook. I just never noticed him. I'm sorry, babe. Um, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that that's exactly who it looks like. And so on. So he happened to start liking to my lunch. comments. Yeah, he asked me to lunch. She gave me an hour. Okay. Because her time is valuable. Yeah, say it. And, and my game is strong. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, okay. Clearly she got a ring on. She got a ring on. Swept her off her feet. Right. Hey, look, Maxwell playing. I can't tell you everything because y'all be trying to go and use it on your old lady. <laughs> <laughs> you better teach. You better teach. That's a yeah. whole nother class. Look, we'll do a private seminar. Right. right. We'll do that. There um, he, but he picked me up. It was yes. a beautiful song. I said, you have one hour of my time. And I was nice about it. But I was in a state where it was just me and my kids. I didn't need a man. I didn't want a man. Mm. I went out to lunch with him, and I didn't stop thinking about him. That was in April. We were talking heavy and within two months, and we were official in October of 2015. And then, of course, last October, we got married. So Wonderful. That was Very nice. beautiful Very story. Nice. Yeah. Yes, for the new millennials. Facebook stopping does work, guys. Just stay out on Ladies, I see you. Quit acting all weird just because he hit the like button on your picture, too. Listen. Sometimes a like is just a like. Sometimes a like is just a like. Yeah. Is it so true? I like it. 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 I So, so was it a, a natural progression for you to become his manager? Or was it, I mean, is the, your background contribute to I that? or? I honestly think a part of it was my background um, because I did have some, you know, some knowledge in how to do, put shows together, advertisement. I knew a couple of big wigs back in the day, so I was able to have some good mentors. Um, so it kind of started with, I, when he first started, I would help him pass out the flyers, advertise a little bit, but little by little, it was where I had some knowledge like, hey, we should do this, we should do this. And then I made a joke one day and I was like, it'd be cute if I was your manager, but then I got to thinking I could really be his manager. And then the last show we actually did in October, or no, I'm sorry, not October, June on his birthday was just solely our show. And I like it, you know, it works working together because we get to spend time together because we're always on the ground at our regular jobs and family is very important, right. God and family. And so it was, it was important for us to be able to have that time because when he's prepping for a show for a couple of weeks, he has to get in that mental state where he has to have that time away from the family in what we call the cave we have a you know like a man cave and um he has to get in this zone and so i'm like you know what i could really do something with this and it just kind of came together and i just started taking over the role and eventually i was kind of doing it all and then we get to spend time together and it's perfect because it's us and we don't have to answer to an outsider so like if i want to do this for a show i don't have to say hey what do you think about this and get Different opinions. It's just solely me and him, and it works. Right, love right. it. Yeah. Excellent. So good. she alluded to getting in the zone. Can I mean, don't give away the good stuff, but mm -hmm. can you explain your process? Like, how do you prepare? Man, this man, where I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard because I'm busy. So it's like you got to get some time to yourself, and you just got to kind of. Oh no, you got to this this whole kinfolk persona like. This is a whole different person than right. who P. Hall is or who Paul is. Like, you got to actually sink into this kinfolk character. And mm -hmm. It's all together somebody different than who mm -hmm. I normally am. So sometimes it's like you just can't just jump in there and be like, oh man, don't be kinfolk. Like, right. there's so much going on in life kids, family, jobs. Like, man, I got to get, I just got to 
Woosa, Woosa. And one of my favorite things is I always call it a one-man party. That's okay. where I run everybody off. Mm. I get in there, I have in my cave, I turn the stereo up. Mm-hmm. It's a club atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I take my little shot of vodka and then just I get to talking to myself. Maybe <laughs> sound crazy. If you can't if you can't make yourself laugh, if you can't you laugh are. at it, then ain't no need to go tell somebody else to joke because exactly. that was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So yes, yeah, it's some times that I go in there, I have a good time and then I I'll have regular conversation and I'll slash stuff like my mom, that's one of my biggest fans. Mm-hmm. She'll let me know real quick if something's funny or not. And man, I talk to her and she's like, man, let get me off the phone because you're ignorant. That's a lot of my prep. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you have people that come up to you expecting you to be kinfolk just like that? Or expecting man, the funny all, all real the time? Here's, here's the thing about me. People will come up to you and oh man, you do comedy. Yeah, well, say something funny. Say something funny. Work. Well, no, it don't work like that. Because, see, if I say something funny, you're going to be sitting there. You're going to be turned. Nah, I'm not going to lay that. Right. Right. That's you true. You ain't funny. But now, if you sit there and talk to me, when we get our conversation going, you're going to be like, man, this is a foe here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where does he come with these magnificent things? Magnificent. Because sometimes I'll be wondering the same thing. And where in the hell did that come from? That's <laughs> wonderful. It's wonderful. And you know, crazy part, it's like some of it's like visualization. As you were describing your one man party, it's almost the principles of visualization and going into that where you're trying to pull up all of yeah. this out of you. So no, that's yeah. absolutely awesome that right. even comedians use that same process. So yeah. cool. It takes a lot of energy to exert out there to a crowd. It does. It's unbelievable because people think, oh, when he come off stage, he's going to go and have a good time. He's going to go, man, you are tired. Really? <laughs> that, that's interesting. You are tired. You are exerting all this energy to these people. And so by the time you done exerted all that energy and trying to give all of you to the, to the crowd, mm-hmm. you just like, Probably taxes you mentally yeah. because you're so focused on being funny, but then in the back of your mind, you're thinking to yourself, is it going to work? Yeah. Regardless of if you feel like it's a great set and you've been worked on it, and you're it's, like, golly, but you're still thinking about, golly, it's, Man, it's you, can, you can be writing some material for six months and burn it up in 10 minutes. Got <laughs> <laughs> to go down the toilet real fast. Right. So... So you all have, like you said, both of you all have jobs that you work as well. As far as from the income standpoint right now, is it just something you're doing to support and you want it to take over where you don't have to work? Or is this a hobby that turned into something that's paying you? Or Man, the thing about comedy is if you get into it, you can't get into it thinking this is a get-rich-quick right. scheme. That's, that's where a lot of people mindset. go wrong. Right. Comedy... You got to have a passion for it. It's got to be something that you actually enjoy doing because we can go ahead and tell you, yes, there's not no money in it. And my mom told me when I first got in, boy, don't quit your day job. Right. (laughs) Because it's definitely not it. Like, I work two jobs and Mm -hmm. do this. So it's definitely something that I look at as a more or less a passion. And if the Lord blesses me to take it further than that, then we're going to spread our wings and fly with exactly. it. Right. I mean, I'm definitely blessed with, with the, the the level I made it at, at this point in time. I'm, I, I appreciate that. I'm mm-hmm. like, if I was to go tomorrow, I'd be like, man, you know what? I did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People knew me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the money we make is, it's nothing to frown upon, but it's nothing you can live off of. It's mm-hmm. like fun money that we can yeah. put toward another project. Right. Yeah. It's an additional stream right. of income. It's money yeah, for right. merchandise or something of that nature. It's it's not enough to go and say, we're going to Charlotte for a weekend. You know what I'm saying? You pay for <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got a yeah. show in Charlotte, you can Yeah, now you can do that. Yeah. So how, <clears throat> with the merchandise, how long have you had the merchandise? And like... What are some of the things you have? Or the, the shirts, like, like say for the instance, the shirt I got on right now, we've been working with some logos, some different designs, and I, I, I'm still working with logos, so any designers out there, if y'all want to mm-hmm. shoot me some ideals, uh, I'm willing to try anything. Uh, I got a couple of them that's real strong, but I guess over the last year is where we've really been yeah. going strong with the t-shirts. Yeah, it initially started, I wanted to make him something that actually had his name before we had a logo, and my sister 
does has a shop and she makes you know all the stuff all the embroidery personalized um, items and we actually went down there and for it was for Christmas and I just had them do a kinfolk and then just kind of created our own logo on her computer and then we printed some shirts out and then he rocked them he was like right. oh this is it and like what was it who was it you said you want to rock your own brand right yeah, said that rock your own brand. yeah. because that's all anybody's gonna know you already exactly. gotta rock your own brand yeah mm -hmm. Dave Dash he, he it was when he had the hustle show on he asked his uh, crew, he's like, what's something that y'all notice about me? And he had a Michael Jordan shirt on. And everybody was like, I can't really pick it. I can't really pick it. He said, man, I got a Michael Jordan shirt on. He said, don't get me wrong. I don't have nothing against Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. He said, but I got my own brand. I shouldn't be rocking Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. It right. should say Rock Nation or Rockefeller or whatever it was he was doing at right. that time. Right. But right. He was like, that's what he should be rocking. So. Mm -hmm. I picked that up. I'm like, man, you got to advertise yourself. Yeah. So mm -hmm. just about every time I step out, I got something on that says Kinfolk on it. Exactly. I like that. That's so why not why wear, you know, like we have Jordan Nike stuff, but it is. Why not go out and rock what we're, what we're putting out there in the world? Absolutely. It's our passion. You only live once. Why not? Right? Amen to that. Absolutely. Yes. So, so as a, a comedian, manager, team pair, do y'all do a lot of networking together, or is that something more of you handle, or something more you handle? That's more both on both of us there. I mean, I mean a lot of a lot of her shows are coming off word of mouth. Uh, she organizes a lot of shows. Uh, we do a lot of advertising, passing out business cards. Of course, you know. It's hitting me. It's like anything else. It's advertisement. Right. You right. gotta get the numbers out there in order for people to pick up on you. But mm -hmm. like I said, 2019 was really surprisingly busy for me, and I think that's the busiest that I've been, mm -hmm. and the most steam that I picked up has been over this last year. And I'm like, man, like I said, just it's been a blessing. It's right. It's landed. Right. So does the, having the the busy schedules with family and work and comedy. Do all those things, how does that impact family life? I mean, does that, I guess it's just a routine you work yourself into? That's or? where you get some of your material. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> from your family. Especially the kids, yeah. We're always laughing at, at home when we have a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of where it all comes together. And then, and then by us having that circle that, I mean, you, you come up with creative ideas and working with your family, working at your job, like, Obviously, people that I work with think I'm a fool at both jobs. <laughs> yeah, I take stuff that I get from there or uh, something that me and her be talking about, and we'll be like, you know what? That's it. I'm writing that. <laughs> I'm writing that. I always got my notepad out, ready to right. type something. I'm right there. Exactly. Right happiness right there. is laughter, and we stay laughing. And uh, the kids we love. Stay it. They love laughing. Yeah. If we have a clean show, we take her the daughters, and um, when Guy gets old enough, I'll be excited because he'll go crazy seeing his dad on stage. Right. Yes. But we do include them too. And He's they'll already, help. Yeah. He already asked, Daddy, how I find you on YouTube? I got one that he can see on YouTube. Mm -hmm. By the way, I do have a YouTube channel. Yep. It's Paul Ken Folk Hall. All right, wait a minute. Butterscotch Thunder. What? Butterscotch Butterscotch Thunder. Wait a minute. Please okay. say the thunder, baby. Please Ooh. say the thunder. Oh, yes. Nice. yes. Is yes, that your yes. stripper name? Come on. You done been to a show, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a butterscotch? Well, That's me. Yeah, but I don't learn something today. Oh, Ooh, you're a married man now. Quit playing. Yeah. saying, uh, right? Uh, <laughs> We're here getting it, buddy. Don't mess with me. Upstairs to get the money. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't got a whole fire pistol. Don't miss me. Money, 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 money. Honey, it's nothing but a word. No hesitation. Oh my. <laughs> why, for real, why he throwing confetti out? I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 Moving right along. <laughs> so, if y'all would just um, talk a little bit about uh, aspirations after comedy. Uh, I mean, I know y'all are still going to be a team, of course, forever and ever because y'all mm -hmm. married. But are there other business aspirations <coughs> beyond comedy? Well, I mean, mine is just basically just seeing where this wave takes me because I think about it and, oh no, I don't want to kind of get ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm like, man, as strong as we got this, because our comedy scene, we don't really have 
just a comedy club around here since they shut down. So <clears throat> we got quite a few local areas or local comics that uh, get in venues and do like open mics, like a uh, True Grit comedy. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, our connections with Bridget down there in Chattanooga as far as the catch. Uh, the shows that we just put on independently uh, between uh, Connie, I don't know, I know y'all heard her name, First Lady of Comedy. Morel. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, Roxy. That's another, me and Roxy go back, way back, like, <laughs> like Cadillacs. So. Then uh, these are people we include as everybody's individual. You know, they're doing their own thing. They're all strong individuals, but it's good to have these people kind of on our team yeah. so when i put a show together i can say hey such and such i need four comedians and then we have a guy casey mcclintock that does a saxophone and he is incredible and so we can incorporate jazz in between you know these different things and we can do it's kind of like a variety show we can do that like he said there's not just a comedy scene mm -hmm. but if we can find a venue, a venue that'll allow us and be big enough and i can get a spot like that well, yeah. yeah we pretty much try to we try to rub elbows and keep a mix and and good uh, contacts with everybody mm -hmm. because I mean it, it's kind of like a kid. I mean it takes a village to raise a kid, mm -hmm. and it, it takes a team of us to make it. And you know, I mean, to put Knoxville on the map and right. be like, man, Knoxville's somewhere to go. We're some funny people down there in Knoxville. Mm -hmm. But back to your original question, though, try not to get ahead of myself. But I, at times I'll be seeing like, man, you know, I didn't see this coming. But mm -hmm. think if I could maybe put a, a production company together. Nice. You know, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, down the hall productions right now. Mm -hmm. That's the company name that I use. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, you know, man, that, that could be something big. You know, yeah. like, it had, I get yeah. people that's wanting to be comics because I've had people come to me. Like, and big shout out to my homie, uh, Tommy Two Toes, too. Mm -hmm. he, he's a coming comic. But uh, I've had people come up to me and ask me, hey man, can you get me on the comedy scene? What, can you get me on stage? Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not nobody, but, but obviously I'm somebody because you're coming to me and yeah. ask me, right. hey man, can you get Don't me take on? It like so that, yeah. yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I could take this avenue and you know, Don't go to the yeah, yeah, I could start, because <laughs> right. most people that do shows with me, I mean, I at least try to pay them. I mean. We ain't sign no contract, no million dollar contract, but I try to put something in your pocket right. if you come out and perform for me. So I'm just like, man, I mean, like right. I said, it could turn into something bigger than really just the kinfolk that I got going on. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like you mm -hmm. said, it's putting on for your city, which is an awesome thing you're giving back. So mm -hmm. right. I think, I mean, that I wouldn't take it lightly. If people are coming up to you, they admire you, they see something. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I mean, people come to you at random, right, for advice. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So it's it's part of putting the brand out there, the message, and because mm -hmm. that's what we were talking about before. He's followed me for a while. He didn't yeah. even know who I was. <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize I was following you. Exactly. <laughs> but then it's like once the opportunity comes and you're able to connect the name and the opp and the situations, you're like, mm -hmm. okay, well, yeah, it gives you, you feel like you've built a rapport with the person already. Right. So. It's part of it. Well, I'm looking at it. Y'all have me in here today. I'm making some noise somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And we, yeah. we hope to that help everybody leverage their network. But yeah. I want to go back to how you said he felt. And did, did you feel that way initially? I know you've been in business a while that, you know, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. But how did you start looking forward with what you wanted to do? Talk about that a little bit. Um, with me, I had an, I did have a master plan. I actually reposted on my page yesterday that it was six years ago yesterday I did my first presentation, my first public presentation, and that's when the story came out. It was like, oh well, guy came up to me at the end and he wanted to invest so much money and he didn't have a hundred million, a hundred thousand dollars, so we couldn't invest it. So that was you know six years ago yesterday, and it took me about a fifteen month time frame to plan out everything that I wanted to do before it. I had my first day in business. So that gives you a lot of time to focus and get some ideas and plan and come up with a strategy. Mind you, I was still working my nine to five, so it wasn't like I was kind of doing these things on the side, but I was building a platform. Um, so in that time frame, in 15, 16 months, I, I got a big book. I got a big book of ideas and things that I wanted to be able to accomplish, and a lot of them I have. And now I'm still writing new chapters. So. Yeah, it's 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 for me. It's a never-ending story. Okay. It just continues to build and grow, 
<clears throat> even looking at it with the twin sisters and like, hey, you know, I, I still talk to my kids to this day about get licensed. Come on, get licensed. Let's mm-hmm. let's get you in the business as well. So it'll transition on and it'll be more legacy based instead of just something fun, a hobby I was doing for a few years, to put money in my pocket. Right. Appreciate that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just a little bit of encouragement, man. It's it's time. Go ahead. It's Keep time. working. We, yeah. <laughs> Keep grinding. Keep grinding. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you would, um, yeah. we'd like to hear from both of you all. Provide some insight. Um, and as far as the business and relationship, like pitfalls for people that may be pursuing business and personal relationships or something that maybe you all learn from if you feel like sharing. But just something to help other people out, like pitfalls to look I, out in business and personal. Right. Um, I would have to say, if it's something that you're interested in doing with your significant other, you do need to sit down and have a, a real conversation. It's not all fun and games. It's not all kissy faces mm-hmm. to look good in the public. It's a business. And that's both of your names on the line, not just together as a unit, but individually. Because I was my person, of course, before I was successful. So was he. We get together. It's a power. You know, it's a power unity just combined. Mm-hmm. And yes, and so we got together. We're just, we're doing it and it's amazing. But I think a lot of people, and I know a couple of people doing it now, when they get started, it's like, oh, I'll get to work with my honey and we're going to be here. Like, it's still business. And when, you know, when he has to get his mind together, I'm not in there up under him like, okay, we need to do this, we need to do that. I'll design the flyers. I'll let him handle his part. I'll handle my part. If I need an opinion on something or he wants to run something by me, that's when we kind of coincide. So I think it needs to be something where you sit down and have a full conversation. Like, if we're going to do this, it's a business. It's not just something for us to be together extra time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about something just look cute with it. Right, right. <laughs> because when you get out there in these shows, and we've got 70, 80, 200 people, depending on which show we're talking about, because they're not all large crowds, but sometimes we're booming. It just depends on who's out that night. Um, mm-hmm. But this is big. This isn't, even if it's five people, you know, you're going on, you're performing. Um, but when we get there, you know, it's still people seeing what we've put together. It's a show that I've put work into that he's performing. He's up there on stage, mm-hmm. you know, and this is for people who might see him and say, hey, I want to book, you know, I want to book him for an event or, hey, she's put this together. Like, this is stuff that can bring us business, whether it's in event planning or, you know, comedy. So they do need to have a conversation. That is the biggest thing is an understanding that it's not often in games. You know, and we really don't actually fight, which is a blessing, but it is something that needs to be because it'll cause a lot of problems. I have two people that I know going through it now because they wanted to, one started up a restaurant and mm-hmm. the other one has a little clothing type store. At the end of the day, you can't work with somebody. They say, don't work with family, don't work with friends. I don't believe in that. I believe in if you have an understanding, you're there to make money. You know, you're there to make everything better, but you know, it's finances, it's putting your dreams in action. So it does need to be discussed that it's, you know, you can't be up here kissing me and holding my hand if I'm speaking to somebody about a job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey. Hey. What are you doing right now? Oh, just a little interview. Oh, okay. Okay. But that's the biggest thing. Like that is, like I said, that's so serious because these people have invested money, you know, right. and I hate it because it's not going to work out for them. They're like, we shouldn't have tried to work together. What they thought it would be cute to own a business with mm-hmm. their husband. It's not, you know, you have to really work toward it and right. you have to have an understanding and you have to have your space. And we work so much, we don't see each other a lot. So when we do, we're putting our heads together for the next move we're going to make because it's a blessing. You know, we have a lot of fun. That's so, excellent. That's excellent. So is, is there a time where, like, business takes over date night or something like that? Yeah. 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 Oh, oh. <laughs> Woo! Get me started. Now, when he's prepared, Lord help me. <laughs> he gets in the mind. And you think because it's comedy, it's, you know, it's, you know, he, he, ha. Now he's serious because it's still a job, you mm-hmm. know. It's still a passion, but you have to put work into it. Don't be hurtful. Be, you nah, know. nah. I got the wise cracking. Like, I was like, hmm. She tells like, me I can't wait until your show's over so you quit all that smart talking. No, that was at the beginning. Now I know how to take it. Yeah, at the beginning. I was like, Lord, he's a whole nother person. Because I get real bad towards the uh, towards shows. I start. Right. 
getting real snappy with my I just start quick thinking trying to uh-huh. get ready yeah. 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 anything yeah. said I got something stuff. to say I got yeah. something to say about anything just little little jokes there. Well, you I'm give like, me okay. some water no <laughs> <laughs> practice it I'm like but um but yeah like I said it's it's funny like we laugh about it but he's serious about his Lord, it's not all fun and games, though, no. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's good, though. I mean, you got to have the understanding. Like you said, you had the yeah. conversation. Of, because we've had conversations about, you know, sometimes you hesitate to put your product out there. You know, like you said, you, you, it never turns off. You're always, mm-hmm. because uh, in, in Dave Vets line of work, she provides solutions. Mm-hmm. And, like, people talk about problems. She's like, well, look, you can do this. Ta-da. Because you you run into people that just want to complain or, or do something. Exactly, yeah. So, that's, now, that has being in these businesses changed who you surround yourselves with? Or has that mm. caused any? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, yes and no. From my answer, I'll answer first. Yeah, I don't think it has affected who we deal with as far as on a personal level. But I will say who you hang with affects your business standpoint because there's certain people that don't take things serious and are not business minded. Some people think a lot of stuff is all fun. So personal, we keep that separate, but business wise, there's people that I won't work with personally because they're not on the same mental standpoint of it being a business because Mm -hmm. when you got money invested in time, especially when you're doing a little bit of time you have away from your kids, you know, it's something you're doing because we want to make a difference. And it's not just for other people, it's for us. Because, I mean, you only get to, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. And that is my big thing. I want to do everything before my time is up, period. Okay. And so we do, we keep it part separate. But there's people I would never work with because I see how they are personally, yes. Mine is, my circle's always been pretty small anyway. So I really it never had to make no adjustments. Uh as far as just like partnership with people, you always got somebody that's in your ear saying, oh man, we can do this, we can do that, we can do this. But don't wait until the plane's already off the ground. This right. Time. There you go. <laughs> right. Hollering, I need you shooting with me in the gym. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. So, like I said, my circle's always been smaller and the people that supported me and stood behind me, they all know who they are and they know if, if when we do make it, they know who's riding with me. There you go. There you That's go. for sure. There it is. But it's great that you guys are adding new comedians to your platform, like mm-hmm. creating a network of mm-hmm. people who are like-minded. So that's that's definitely um, something that's advantageous. And I think about any industry is being able to have people who understand what you're going through so mm-hmm. you can share those challenges right. as well as connections. They, you know, they have resources and connections that mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys are able to take advantage of. And girl, I can see you managing three and four of them down the line in the future. Right. So, you know, <laughs> it's it's super important to... To know people, yes. Mm-hmm. And like you said, to have connections. And I do... You know, I know certain people that are, I will say celebrities, they are, but to me, they're just friends. And it does make a difference because they were mentoring me back when, you know, there was music videos and there was rappers and I would have to take and get their little um, CDs listened to by certain people. You know, mm-hmm. this was years ago, but it's when I first got into the game and I'm like, well, I want to do something more. And so back then when my ex-husband would get my kids on the weekends, which was short-lived, but when he would do that, um, it would give me a chance to go out and kind of see where I wanted to get a feel. And that's when I started promotions and I got to travel and meet people and it was incredible. And it was just something I did here and there. And you meet people and you learn a lot. And But wait a minute, you told me that you had another passion uh, that you were also involved in as well. So... Mm-hmm. Dish a little bit. Do tell. Um, yes. Uh, tell. <laughs> <I do> tell. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm trying to dabble back in acting. I used to do it years ago, and I was like, I'm going to do this. This is what I want to do. Um, and I thought I was going to juggle it with his comedy career, but sometimes life gets busy, and I have been busy, busy. Um, my sister got sick. A lot of stuff's happened, but I want to do acting. That is something I did plays when I was younger, little commercials, you know, little awesome. stuff, local, nothing big, but it was fun, yeah. you know, music videos, I loved it, um, and then I also liked to write, and that was always my release, um, I started writing when I was 14, and I got, pu- let's see, I got published 
about that four or five times I've got a couple of things mm. out in some big libraries um, that I wrote years ago when my dad passed. And I actually got back into writing about a year ago. I just kind of, it's weird, you know, when you love doing stuff, you wouldn't think you would stop, but I did. I stopped writing for a long time and I started about a year ago and I still pick up the pen and paper and that's my release. Absolutely. That's something I love, yeah. Cool, cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yes, yes. Fellow published author here. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, awesome. CT, you have any questions? Been kind of quiet. Chime in. I'm listening because, I mean, a lot of the stuff they're saying is good stuff as far as giving our audience an idea or a look into how a couple makes something work. Because... A lot, and I heard this in the conversation that we were doing as far as the documentary today. It's 90% business, 9% talent. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think what was it? Well, it's like this. It's the one, there was a, another thing he said for the 1%. But the thing about it is, he said that all gets messed up because people put their personal into it mm-hmm. and that's where it falls as far as because we're working with a producer right now and he produces music he said that's the biggest problem people don't know how to keep their personal out of the business to make the business work sure mm-hmm. and so it's one of the with you guys you found that balance mm-hmm. and that's really a, a great thing because a lot of people don't know how to do it And that's why a lot of businesses, especially between family, if they fail because nobody knows how to find that balance. Mm -hmm. Good deal, good deal. Well, those were the questions we had. So we want y'all to stick around and chime in for this next part. We're going to throw the ball in CT's court for our uh, topic of the day. And uh, let's let's get into it. All right. So the topic for today is going to be about the Royals. The The royal family is having some problems right now. Okay. Uh, You've got Prince Harry Mm -hmm. and his wife Mm -hmm. basically said, peace. We out. They're going to be regular. We're going to do our own thing. They're taking a step back. I understand this royal thing is is real cool and all, but uh, we're going to be all right. I mean, I wouldn't make my own money. The thing about it is, it's 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 so fun. It's like a phenomenon that people are really this caught up in it. And I saw another article today where his brother William was like, "I'm gonna miss putting my arm around my brother." So they he's basically saying that he's about to be exiled because he decided he wanted to do his own thing and didn't want to depend on. Uh, you know the the royal family in their background. So, I want to get y'all ideas. I want to know uh, what y'all think about this whole situation. Is it something that intrigues you, or is it one of those things where you're just like, yeah, "That's across there. I really don't care." What is it, or what is your insight on why this is so big? I think. Personally, I don't even think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. People are just reacting because of their status. Um, but as far as what they've done, I would do it a million times because you can have all the money in the world but be unhappy with the way you have to mm. be. You know, the way their security is, they can't go anywhere. I was watching something. He kept pumping his own gas at the gas station because of the, you know, their bodyguards and the stuff they want to do. I couldn't live that way. He's so still I don't not going to to pump his own gas. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. He's not getting ready to come to my job and work. Well, not, here's the thing. They're financially set. So right. when they're wanting to go back and forth between the families, you know, she has family. I mean, I don't even get what would even be an issue to step down. It's it's just a status. You know what I'm It's just to me, it's like it's everybody's overreacting. It's their business. And I feel like she has family here. He has family there. They should be able to go back and forth just like me or you would in a married mm-hmm. situation. They're blessed because they have all, you know, they have the reputation, but they have money. They don't have to have that stress of they financial. So, person say they was letting them take the money. They were just telling. Well, they do. Them. They're yeah. inherited. His so wife already money. has her own cash. Right. She's right. A, she was well, an actress. No, she's worth about seven million. He's worth about sixty million. 
of his right. own assets. Okay. And also, remember, Harry was the one who went off to be in the military. So he's right. he's the one who's been a rebel and has kind of traveled Done and gone thing. away. Yeah. yeah, so he's always just tried to almost stay away right. from the, the royal family. Um, I think a big part of that is because of what happened to his mom. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I was very interested in the respect of Oh no, it's it's a hard decision to say to be able to walk away from that much money. And what does right. that mean? Even though you can make your own money, but you do have things that you it's not even just the money that you're used to. For some people it's the lifestyle that you're accustomed mm -hmm. to. Right. And if you're accustomed to having these chefs and having these can you gotta go to pump your own gas and that's cute the first time, but second time it's like they're going to Canada. Like they're going to Big Cold. They're going to Canada. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I was like, No, 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 it was cute the first time. She said, Oh, I'm I'm taking a selfie pumping gas and I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's like no, Where where I'm where's shives right. in them? <laughs> um and I and I identify with that. And um, Marcus and I were talking last week. It's like I spent twelve and a half years under just millionaires, like just having conversations with them and doing stuff with them every day, five days a week, sometimes six days a week, 40, 60 hours a week. And then I'm sitting here looking like, oh my gosh, I miss that world. So I do think there's a part where he's going to say, there's something that I miss, and I hopefully they have the love, or maybe it'll be the kids or something that'll give them a sense of security. But it, it still is a bit of an adjustment to come from that much money, that much money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Like, that's a lot of money. Uh -huh. Like, we're talking about, what is it, 30 billion? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Billion? Now, I understand that he'll never get his place on the throne. And I don't know if that's part ego, but... I mean, that but kind of money. Like, billion of his own. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna sit up early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but wait a minute, he still ain't even Bill Gates. He ain't even Jeff Bezos. Your Highness. He, wait a minute, he ain't even got Oprah Yo, money. I'll see wait you later, minute. Your Highness. How you go from being a friend to not even streets. having Oprah money? Oprah got Oprah more money, money than Harry. Now, this <laughs> is another thing about this whole situation. They are saying the reason this is happening is because of a conversation that the couple had with Oprah. Okay. Oh. Said, Oprah said, you don't need your Oprah said, you can get out there and get it yourself. Spread your so, Go ahead. She said, look at my backstory. She, said, she <laughs> said, go ahead and leave. Yeah, but she... You know what, Harry? Live your best life. <laughs> live your own life. So I, I don't mean, try and be Oprah. <laughs> this, this blind loyalty is like, is, is to me... As serious as they are about the royals over there, it's mm -hmm. like how some people are about the flag over here. And it's like, leave people alone, let them live. I mean, right. okay, so somebody didn't do what you wanted to do when they saw a flag. Big deal. Okay, somebody in the royal family didn't do what a commoner, you know, that's who's losing their mind, the commoners over there. And it's like, the queen is a figurehead, and I get it, and things are just steeped in tradition and everything. It just is back... Again, I would say my only take on that is leave people alone. Let them yeah. live. Let them do what they want to do. It's I mean, it's not like it's a real uh, position of power anymore. Right. As it's far a as I know, like, I mean, what you mean? It's not a position of power. Bruh, stop. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, they have parliament. They have all these other people behind the scenes that they they no, vote. No, the U.S. has the military. England still got all the money. They do. They absolutely do. So it, it's it's one of those things that no, she still absolutely has power. The one thing I will say about this is she loves her grandkids. She does. She spoils them. And what I'm understand, I think Crystal was talking about it. From what I understand, she's still going to make it, even if it is considered exile. She's still gonna let him come in the back door. She's mm -hmm. still going to you know be able to send birthday presents to the grandbaby and all these other things. Right. She's going to. So there is that dynamic of. If it was just a figurehead situation and it was mm -hmm. like, well, no, you know, he's exiled because mm -hmm. of what the laws or what the rules are, then she wouldn't be able to, she can do whatever she want. Like, she she is absolutely that, that chick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I was reading up on it. I was reading up on mm -hmm. it um, because it used to be that only the men could be monarchs. Somebody mm -hmm. posted about it and said, oh, the men could be monarchs. And... Um, her dad went in and changed the rules in order for her to be 
the monarch and not go down the line to somebody else. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if because something like that was done for her, that she might make some special changes or exclusions for the sake of her kids mm-hmm. and her grandkids. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see, I, and 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 that's a soap opera. I don't mind watching. <laughs> that's a reality TV show. Yes, yes, yes. This housewife stuff is like eh, whatever. Y'all right. ain't even got, but she no, she got more than Oprah money. I, I'll pay attention to what she got going on. She dressed like Steve Harvey and everything. So do you, think, <laughs> do you think there's going to be? I don't know, fallout or backlash, do you think it will impact global markets in any way or do you think it's just strictly... It's going to be like the president. Nah, it ain't going to you know. fit my pockets. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the fact, I'm still going to have to get up and go to work every day. So <laughs> it don't really make no difference what they do. You going to check page 13 though? Get the latest and greatest? Get the updates? Nah, I pull it up <laughs> on Google on the... On uh, channel six, they give it a short, quick version. There you go. That's, that's, yeah. The flip notes. That's what happened today? This is what they're doing. All right. Yeah. A couple of captions on timelines. All right. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Did y'all see the meme that said that Harry married a strong black woman and convinced him to move out of his, his grandmama's house? <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, the internet. Is uh, I can relate to that. <laughs> I can relate to that. It came with baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, that was a whole lot of fun. It was. You didn't tell me your mama's game. <laughs> I sure did, didn't I? Stop. Well, all right. Well, we are to the point in the show. So as we close out, um, first off, we'd like to share your contact info again. And um, what we're going to do is close out just with some positive words of encouragement for our listeners out there. And we will go from there and round it out. So uh, do one of the OGs want to start and then we'll go around. I will. I will. So I want to go back to something that Paul said earlier today. Man, visualization is so strong. Being able to, I always talk about it, know what you want, but sit there and just get in the mind frame, separate yourself from the rest of the world. You know, it's super, I'm real big on meditations, manifestations, and visualization. So for you to come back and confirm that, that was super powerful for me. Thank you. Because yeah. I know that it trans it's not just something in my industry or your, it can transcend and it can yes. help any and yes. everybody. So I definitely want to uh, remind people, I think that was a very strong point that you brought across. And if I could just throw an extra little punch in there, know what you want, focus your mind, get it aligned and take the time, go through the process and it will absolutely work for you. Yes. All right. Find your passion. Live your passion. Succeed in your passion. Find something you love. This is something I say week to week, man. If you find something you love, it's going to work for you in the end. Make little sacrifices here and there, but as long as your heart's into it, you're going to be happy about it. And if you are feeling down about where you're at this point, just think of the moves that you're making. They're ends to a mean, or means to an end, basically. You're trying to get to another place. You have to be here for that moment to get to the place where you want to be. So please just stay focused, stay positive, and have a great week. There you go. There you go. Let's live in the space of gratitude. That's all I want to share with everybody. Um, Try something new. Get up early. Go to bed earlier. Do something different. But try to start your day and finish your day with gratitude. Try to be thankful for three things when you get up. And... Try to be thankful for three things I you. And you'll see it when you get in the space of gratitude, life won't get you down. Things will happen, but hey, I'm still grateful for this or I'm grateful for that. And you know, a good thing is to start a gratitude journal. If you want to write those three things down, when you're having the bathroom, you can go back and look, well, I was grateful for this on these days. So again, get in that space of gratitude, always being thankful, always being appreciative for what people, what things, you know, It may not be the best situation you're in, but you have a situation that some people, you know, would want to be in. Mm -hmm. Don't don't forget that. So another thing to be grateful for. So, like I said, just stay in that space of gratitude. Be grateful. I want everybody to have a great week. And thank you all for tuning in, Mr. Hall, Mrs. Hall. Man, I got some positive words myself, man. Always keep God first. Never stop praying. Believe in yourself, invest in yourself. 
Again, you can find me, Paul Ken Folk Hall. You can find us on Facebook. You can also go to YouTube. You can find me, Paul Butterscotch Thunder. <laughs> Trust me, just Google Butterscotch. You'll find me. I'm not. Check it out. Please do. If you have any kind of events, uh, family reunions, company, parties, Hey, man, I do it all. I can do it dirty or I can do it clean. Whatever you want me to bring, I'll do it to you. We'll put it in the pot and give it to you. <laughs> um, I guess I would leave by saying, just like they said, just stay positive. Um, on your note, I would say that one of my favorite quotes was always, a man with no feet complained, <clears throat> excuse me, a man with no shoes complained until he seen a man with no feet. Mm -hmm. Always been something that I go by. Um, I would say don't wait till it's too late to start trying new things. Don't think you're ever too old to make a dream come true. And since we aren't promised tomorrow, wake up and like you said, just do something different. You know, pay somebody a compliment. Um, if you're waking up, period, that's a reason to be blessed. Right. Um, Amen to that. Yep. So just smile. Like I said, we laugh a lot. Live, laugh, love, like people always say. Um, I think that's the key to happiness is just smiling, being positive. If you're positive and grateful, you appreciate those blessings because, you, you know, everybody knows a struggle. So, yeah. Absolutely. And like you said, you can reach us on Facebook, Katrina Winstead Hall. Um, any events, any kind of comedy show, venue, anything you want us to put together, just give us a holler. Awesome. Right. Awesome. And before we end, I have a gift for you guys. So that is for you guys for coming out. Well, thank so, you. yes, you no, can thank go. You thank you for having me. Hey, thank thank you. Yes. Yes. There we go. I got a whole joke about Raymond Noodles. <laughs> <laughs> got some candy. Yes. 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 These are my favorites. Oh. Uh, money, money, you got to get paid for being here. Hey, for being here, of course, it's only right. Oh, yeah, yeah. but just a little appreciation yeah, from us for coming you. out. Yeah. Thank, thank you. That's okay. No, it's gonna be talking about. I know what's in the bag. So, a big thanks again to uh, Paul and Katrina. We appreciate them coming out. Uh, if you need to reach them, you heard them give out their contact info, but you can also. Contact us at theramanmovement.com is the website. Our email is info at the ramen movement. So uh, get with us, get with them. I hope everybody's been encouraged by this show today. Oh, one more thing. We are still looking for a production assistant. So if anybody out there has anyone in their network, we'd love to work with them. So uh, put the word out. We're still looking out for those things. But again, we thank everybody for tuning in. We hope everybody has a great week. Thanks again to Paul and Katrina. My posse, the OGs. Thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. We enjoyed it. it but we got to say one more thing before we get out of here. So go ahead, Miss Miss Money Lady. Money, 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 money,